you've got to realize like this is helping you to reach the people that need you. So how can you get intentional behind what it is that you are doing? You, if you're listening to this, like I know that you're someone that's ready to change the world. Like you are literally someone that has this huge message or this impact or this service or this product, like whatever it is that you do, like the world needs your light. And I'm just such a big believer. And I think it's so important to highlight this in like, Set up a business that supports you and supports you reaching the people that need you. And that's the energy that we want to bring to it when we are setting up these systems. Hello, my love. Welcome back. And if this is your first time here, welcome. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, the creator of Sacred Funnels, an intuitive business coach and your host helping you to blend spirituality and strategy as you create the impact and the income you are here for. Now, today I am sharing with you such a divine interview that I did over on my beautiful biz bestie, soul sister, Ruby Lee's podcast, Own Your Hustle. This was from a few months back and honestly, the energy infused into this episode, there is no way that I couldn't share it with you here on the podcast. I absolutely love sharing with you interviews that I've done over on other podcasts and other platforms because truly there's something about being asked the question um, that just frames things in just a different vibe. You know, it just allows such a different flow to come through. And I just love being asked questions that, yeah, I just get to answer. So (laughs) this is such a favorite of mine because we are talking all about setting up sacred funnels, what they mean, the energetics behind them, how to implement them into your business, and then really diving deep on the other side of things. So generating traffic, getting new leads, how we can leverage paid advertising, all of that beautiful stuff that really comes in when you are looking to scale out your business and to really build a sustainable business model. Like I said, Ruby is just such a beautiful, beautiful friend of mine. And I'm so excited to just bring you along for this conversation that we have. If you love it, make sure you check out the episode that Ruby and I did here on this podcast. It's episode number 119, where Ruby sits down and shares with us what it's like to live a life as a digital nomad and what it really means to own your hustle. So that's a beautiful interview as well. If you enjoy what's inside of this episode and you want to take some next steps to learn more about sacred funnels and how you can set them up in your business, then I'd love to invite you to come and register for my free training where I dive deep into the foundational steps that you need to take when it comes to setting up a sacred funnel. And you can go and register by heading to tayloray.biz forward slash funnel masterclass. So super excited to have you join me over there. As you are listening, make sure that you do screenshot your favorite parts of the episode, share them on your Instagram story. Stories, tag me at Tayray Official and tag Ruby at underscore Ruby Lee underscore over on Instagram. Appreciate you choosing to spend this time with me today. Now let's dive into the episode. Can you explain to us, Tay, what is a funnel? If we're just like brand new to this concept, we may have sort of heard it here and there. It sounds super scary. Mm. How would you describe it to someone who's really, really brand new to this topic? Yeah, love this. Such a good place to start. And I think it's important as well because even if you have heard of it before, maybe you have like a yucky energy around it and being like, oh, like, you know, scammy or spammy or like icky yes. sales. Like, and that's totally fair enough if you have that belief. I'm first to say that I understand that. I definitely had that at certain points in my career as well, where it's like, oh, like, you know, what is, what is it? Like, I don't really understand it and can feel a little bit scary, but ultimately like understanding what a funnel is. And this is the most important thing to me is seeing 
seeing funnels as sacred and seeing them as being of service. So ultimately allowing you to serve your clients and your customers, no matter what stage of the journey that they are at and helping them to progress through their journey and through your value ladder. So when we have a funnel, there's so many different types of funnels and we can go through what different types there are and how they can serve you inside of your business. But it's important to realize like when you have a funnel, so for example, maybe someone's like opting in for something and then a funnel for them is to nurture them through getting to know you better. So taking them from being a cold lead to someone who has no idea who you are and they've literally just stumbled across you, love your vibe and they want to opt in for whatever it is that you have and then taking them through the journey from being cold and just, you know, people talk about this all the time, like the know, like and trust. First off, they just know you, they're cold and you want to take them through a journey that helps them to get to know you a little bit better so they start to like you. So then they become more of a warm lead and to the point that they trust you and they become a hot lead and they want to invest with you. There's different levels with funnels and things like that. And I'm sure that we'll get into it, but that's like an overarching thing to understand what it is, is you're taking someone through a journey and you're giving them an opportunity to invest in you in order to expand themselves, in order to make some sort of transformation on whatever level of thing that it is that you help them with. That's the important thing that I want people to realize is Sales funnels aren't dirty. Sales funnels aren't sneaky. It's not scammy. It's literally, it's being of service because the person who has opted into your funnel, they need you. That's why they're there. They're literally looking for you and the thing that you offer. So it's a disservice not to offer the things that you have. Oh my gosh. I got goosebumps. I've never heard anyone talk about funnels as a service and a way to extend your message out to the world the way that you've explained it, which is why honestly, like the way you talk about setting funnels up is so unique. And I'm, oh, I'm just so excited you're here and sharing this with um, the Own Your Hustle audience. But do you believe that everybody should be setting up funnels in their business? And if so, at what point do we set that up? You know, it's always a bit of a dance of like, do you do it super early on when you don't have an audience or do you need one before you can start to really build that out? This is such a good question. You're coming with all the fire and I love it because this is all the stuff I just want to like debunk and like break through. Ultimately, I think that it's really important that you validate the services that you offer prior to building out, you know, these elaborate funnels, right? And what I mean by that is making sure that like, essentially I was talking to someone about this yesterday, you earn your fucking stripes. Like, and I don't know if we're meant to be swearing on this podcast, but I just did. Oh my God, all the way. Yes. <laughs> like you need to know that what it is that you do is getting someone a result is providing some sort of transformation service. Like you want to know that what it is that you do is fucking killing it and you're doing a good mm. job in providing for your people. So I'm first to say like, when I started, did I build out funnels? No, like I did my due, my due diligence. Like I literally went out there, I got on free calls. I was making sure I was helping people with their transformations. I was listening to the pain points of my ideal clients. I was hearing them and then I was crafting my services around that and what it is that they needed. And then I was getting people in and I did start in really low price points and things like that and got people in and did beta testing and all that sort of stuff and scaled it up over time, right? And it's the same thing where it's like, you need to know that what it is that you do, if you're going to create a course, you're not going to create a whole course and spend six months building out a funnel and sitting there and like hiding, like, no, like get out there, take messy action. Like it can get really easy. And this is what I don't want people to do is to like, feel like they have to have all the systems and all of the funnels before they can be getting their offers out there. I'm like, no, not at all. Like get your offers out there. You, it's literally like, it's like a second step. So get out there, have all the things, create your services, know what your 
your value ladder and your product suite actually looks like. So what I mean by that is like when you have a product suite and a value ladder, you want to have an idea of the different stages for your clients. So there's going to be people at different price points. So maybe you have like a freebie, maybe you have a low level offer, a mid level offer and a high level offer. Do you have to have all of them off the bat? No, you don't. You can pick wherever you want to start. Some people really say go high ticket to start off with in order to have that income coming in. Amazing. Some people want to go low and start there and serve a lot of people and then become more specific and more limited and build out to the high ticket. There's no right or wrong here. And that's the really important thing to realize is people will tell you there's no right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. Everything works perfectly. You've got to pick what feels good to you and go, okay, cool. So maybe you start off and what you have, let's say, for example, is a mid-level offer and a freebie. That's two stages of your value ladder right now. Focus on that, get that right, offer it well, and then build out the other things. So then maybe the next thing for you is a high ticket offer to then progress people who have been at that mid-level offer and they want to take that next step with you. So, okay, higher ticket, maybe a bit more exclusivity. Maybe it's a group intimate mastermind program, something like that. So that's the next thing. And then you can create the low thing. And then you can create the funnels that lead, link them all together. It's really important that we don't rush in and go, okay, I've got to have all of these things like systems and all this stuff set up before I can get myself out there. It's like, no, 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 get your stuff out there and then spend the time building out the systems that support you. But the only thing that I will add to that is I will say this from the outset, and this is something that I've done from day dot in my business is build your email list like more than anything, like make sure that you are doing the lead generation things from the beginning. So that comes with creating something that is for free, set up the landing page and have it literally evergreen working for you. You don't have to have a whole big fancy funnel off the back of it, but you can have something that is generating those leads so that when you do have the funnel going through your value ladder, you've got a, a beautiful journey for your customers to go through. The very first funnel I set up was a checklist. This is going back two years ago. And it was find your personal brand on LinkedIn. And it was something I designed in Canva. I made it a PDF and basically said, if you want this, please email me and I'll email you back. <laughs> so basic bitch stuff. Like I'm not even kidding. That is how I started. I did not even have a landing page, nor did I even know I was building the start of a funnel and being able to tag people who are interested in LinkedIn and personal branding. But that's what I like. That's what Taylor's talking about. It can be so easy. And what was important was that if I were to go back to my past self, I'd be like, girlfriend, you did it. At least you started and you did something. And as you said, grow the email list. Yeah, exactly. I did it through the DMs. Like you want this, like send me a love heart. And I would in the DMs be like, okay, great. Like tell me your email address so I can send it to you. And then I would send it. And then I've got the email address. Like it doesn't exactly. have to be fancy to get these things started, guys. So true. And it's not actually until the last two to three months that I've decided to really invest into the business with hiring someone to help me build out my funnels. So we're talking two years into going all in. So that's the length. I mean, everyone's got a different amount of time, but it took me two years to actually go, you know what, I'm ready to invest some serious funds into it now and to really, you know, get a little bit more mature with the way that I'm building out my funnels. So it doesn't necessarily need to happen straight away and it doesn't happen in two years. It can happen when you feel ready for that to happen. Um, But a question I have, so you're mega spiritual. You know, I really was drawn to you for 
how you talk about the law of attraction and the way that you share your manifestation stories and your beliefs and your philosophies and weave that into helping people build badass businesses. So, you know, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do what you do, especially now. And I still remember we were having a glass of wine on Chapel Street in Melbourne. And you said to me, I'm so ready to just build out these funnels, but do it in a way that is, you know, so intentional and so infused with spirituality. So how do you do this in your business? And also, you know, how do you, you know, do this for your clients as well? Like, how does that look? Take us on the inside. How does that look with spirituality and funnels together? Oh my gosh. So ultimately like the intention behind it, like that's, that's everything, right? So this is, comes back to what I was saying before. It's like, sometimes people have this like belief about sales funnels and all that sort of stuff and selling in general being like icky. And it's like, no, like you, like I said, you've got to realize like, this is helping you to reach the people that need you. So how can you get intentional behind what it is that you are doing? You, if you're listening to this, like, I know that you're someone that's ready to change the world. Like you are literally someone that has this huge message or this impact or this service or this product, like whatever it is that you do, like the world needs your light and I'm just such a big believer and I think it's so important to highlight this in like set up a business that supports you and supports you reaching the people that need you and that's the energy that we want to bring to it when we are setting up these systems it's not from a me focused perspective it's them focused them being your audience your potential preach yeah I'm just like (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) like they need you and so you setting up systems that's not, it's not, not spiritual. Like that is spiritual because that is in alignment. That is high vibe because you know that you need to get your messages out there. Like it doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve your audience. If you're making it hard and feeling like you have to, you know, launch your face off. And if you're not doing that, like nobody's hearing about you. I'm like, set the things up that help people to hear about you. Even when you're sleeping, like that's amazing. And so set your intention behind it and realize as well, like, you know, and this is why I say like, take a messy action, get out there, do what me and Rubes did, where it's like, you know, get in the DMS and get their email addresses and all that sort of stuff. Like do all of that, but also realize that like, you know, setting up funnels and stuff like that, especially if you are doing it by yourself and you don't necessarily have the team doing it for you while you can do the other things. Like it does take a big energy input and time. Like it takes time to build these things out. And this is where we do see a lot of the, it gets, you know, it, the belief is that it feels easier to, you know, launch quiet, launch quiet, launch quiet, because that's, it's easy to just get out there and launch. Whereas it's like, and you know, when you launch, it has got an, like an instant return on investment, like instantly, like you launch, you put your energy out there, instantly people are enrolling. Sometimes, and this happens, has happened for me and it's happening for me right now. I'm building out a funnel right now. And like, that's not doing anything. Like nobody knows about it. Like it's all just happening in the back end. It's not an instant return on investment, but what you have to realize is like, yes, it's going to take time. Yes. It's going to take energy. And this is the spiritual piece of it where it's like, you know, it's everything's an energy exchange. So you put your services out there. The money that you receive is the energy exchange. Sometimes people go, okay, but if I have a funnel and it's evergreen and it's running for me all the time, how is that an equal energy exchange? Like I'm not doing anything for that. Like that's mm. a, that's an evergreen thing. It's recorded and it's like, but your energy is infused in that from the beginning. The amount of time, the energy that goes into building that, to creating the course, to recording the videos, to writing the welcome sequence, to literally like having all of the nurture emails, all of the things, building the copy on the landing page. Like your energy is in every single step of that. And that might mean that it is a week, two week, three week, four week, six week process to you actually building out this entire system. That 
then gets to bring in evergreen sales and money coming into you through your business because you put such a huge energy out in the beginning. So that's the spiritual piece of it where it's like you put so much up at the front for no initial return and then those little things continuously trickle back to you over time. So that's where the energy exchange is. Oh, I love that. They've, you're taking me back to I, me building out one of my funnels, which is still running and it's super successful. And it brings in, you know, relatively maybe like, gosh, it's not huge, but maybe like $500 a week. It just kind of just, that's like, you know, you wouldn't laugh at that. So it kind of just does this thing. And I remember sitting down, I had, there's a bit of like a wino theme here, but I had like a glass of wine. I'm writing out all of my nurture sequences and all of my emails. And gosh, like, I don't know about you, but when you're really in that zone of like what someone is going to receive when they read those emails, rather than just like bashing out an email formula, it's so different. It feels beautiful. Like I can't wait for people to read my nurture sequence and to get into that customer journey and to feel really nurtured through it. I mean, it's called a nurture sequence. So why the fuck do we always just put like these horrible blueprint type formulas to the way that we write emails, just right from the heart, you know, right from that place. And I think it's so beautiful the way that you talk about it. So thank you for sharing that. Now, some of my clients have really struggled with balancing calling in the right clients organically and feeling guilty about doing the ads because they're scared it'll fuck up the energy of believing your people will come to you. What are your thoughts about this? Have you, have you ever faced this? Have you had, have you struggled with it? Have you had clients talk to you about this? Do you know what I'm, do you know sort of what I'm asking? It's like this weird, like I'm manifesting it, but now I'm putting ads and it feels weird. Mm. Oh, like literally you're talking, I'm like rocking on my seat. Like, okay, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Like I need to talk about this. Okay. Guys, let me just lay it out for you. This is important. It is not out of alignment. It's not, not spiritual. If you are, Oh my God, this comes back down to the same thing. Like you're putting, you're putting money, you're investing its energy again, like literally getting yourself out there in front of the people. This is the thing with manifesting. Sometimes people get too like, it has to just like be a big fluke. And like, if it happens, it happens. And I'm like, no, like, and this was like, this is what Rubes was saying before. Like when I first started my online business, like all I taught was manifestation. Um, and I, my biggest thing with it, and this is why I really stood out in the manifesting world was like, um, guys, like everybody's just talking about the law of attraction. Like you're only talking about one half, like the universe is one half, you are the other half. So you get to take action that supports what you are manifesting. And I preach on this all the time. I see it a lot where people are like, you know, just set the intention, like just like see the number of clients and then that's it. And I'm like, ah, excuse me. Like there's a whole other piece to this that is being missed. Like what about the actionable steps that actually help you get the clients, like get in front of the people. Like that is so important. So you are speeding up the manifestation process. If you are doing things that support you calling in the people and to me, like I, I see it. I see it a lot, right? Where people are like, oh, like I organically grew to this point in my career or I had made this much money organically. And I'm like, good on you. That's terrific. And I celebrate you for that. I do also know that the reason that they are saying a lot of that is because it appeals to an audience that doesn't have money for ad spend. Like it's marketing Mm. on that end. Like it's literally like, okay, well I can help you guys because you don't have the money for ad spend. But I'm like, you do have the money for ad spend because if you can afford a fucking coffee, you can afford a $5 a day ad. And so when I see- Boom, there it is. (laughs) 
<laughs> when I see that people are like, I did this all organically. I'm like, well, that was silly. Like, why aren't you then reinvesting back into your business to reach more people? Like, good on you for doing that organically, but you could now go bigger. And I'm not saying you have to do ads from the beginning, but when you are in a position to start investing back in your business, like capitalize on that. You know, Gary Vee talks about this all the time where like, think about it like this, like what we know about property and everything now and the, the, the house prices and everything like that. If you knew what you knew now and you had the money that you had now and you could go back 50 years to the investment property market of like our parents or our grandparents and you could literally get like a house for like five thousand dollars do you reckon you might buy up beachfront oh yeah you fucking would like of course yes because it was so cheap based on in comparison to what it is now and that's what the ads landscape is like it is not capitalized on enough and the price the demand isn't there is not enough because this this belief that we're like breaking through right now so many people have it and they, they either feel scared of ads and they don't know what to do or they think it's like sneaky and i'm like no it's not sneaky like you are literally taking a tool that is available to you to get in front of more people like why wouldn't you do that and the ad the cost for that property of on social media is so low and it's only it's going to increase and increase and increase and increase so if you're in a position right now to maybe forego a coffee a day and maybe invest in a fucking home coffee machine and spend your $5 a day instead on a Facebook ad that's going to grow your audience. It's going to get people to opt in for your freebies. It's going to build your mailing list so you can nurture them through a sequence to then offer them your services and help them transform their fucking lives. Do it. Like that's my, that's my thing. So I'm just, Michael and I are just learning how to do Facebook ads properly. And it is such a little minefield, you know, with all the things that you can say and that you can't say, but, but it was really fun actually. So I recently did an opt-in and there was an, an ad that was running to the freebie. You would have been so proud of me, Tay. I so am. Good. And it, we did $25 a day for seven days and then um, brought that back once the freebie started because it was a live freebie and dropped it down to $10 a day. So the ad spend was super low. 500 new people on my list. Just bang. Yes. Like it's the reach is incredible and so generous. And you know, not all 500 will become paying clients and customers. Maybe some of them will, hopefully they will, but it's such a beautiful way to continue to send your message out there, grow that reach. And I mean, like, can you say you can grow organically with 500 people on your list in seven days? Maybe but the ads were a beautiful booster to that. So exactly. this is it. it. And, you know, like you said, $5 a day makes such a great difference. You know, I, I really want to ask you, what's the number one mistake you see with Facebook ads that attributes to someone thinking, oh, ads just don't work for me? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's the fact that they don't know what the end goal is. Like they don't know what they're actually like, what are you directing someone to? And it, this like literally links into not just ads, but content in general. I say mm. this to all my clients. It's like, what's the actual end goal of you creating this piece of content? Like you're making this, like you're just doing this just because, or you- And then there's just like crickets. <laughs> um, no one's asked me that question like ever. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? It's like- uh, But it's guys, so like, pretty in Canva. Beautiful. And I'm like, yes, it is. But like, also like, Again, what's the next step for your potential client? Like, I always say this, like, you've got to give, like, the internet is a loud place, man. Like, there is so much stuff in your face all the time. Like, you can't expect someone to scroll, see your post, be like, that's pretty, double tap, and then ex and know the next step if you're not 
giving it to them. So like, tell them what to do next. Do you want them? Do you want them to like, again, opt in for something, download a freebie, schedule a call with you, tag a friend. Like, what do you want them to do? Right? Like, what is the objective of the piece of content that you're creating? And again, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, any ads, like it's still content that you're creating. So what is the objective? Like, what is the end point of it? Where are you directing them? So do you want to direct them straight back to your profile in order to, you know, grow your audience and have them become followers for you? You can definitely do that. Do you want them to, um, you know, register for maybe something that is live, like a masterclass or a three day training or something like that? Do you want them to go to a sales page where they can purchase something from you? Maybe it's not your highest end offer, because again, guys, think about it. If they're really a cold audience it can happen but it's it's not as easy i guess and it's not as common for someone to be like okay i've never seen you in my life like here's ten thousand dollars like you know they need to know you um so you know often it's going to be to something that is more of a low to mid sort of range taking them to some sort of sales page and with your ads and stuff like you can target your warm audience like you can literally target people based off of your mailing list like you put your email list into your facebook ads platform and target people based on their email address they already know you they're on your mailing list so like then your ads are in front of them being like hey cart's closing so then creating like a sense of urgency and they know you like so of, of course they're more primed to want to actually work with you so that's an option for it and then obviously like i said like the freebies are you just looking to build lead generation so really understanding like i just break it down to three things i'm like is it lead gen is it sales or is it awareness like those are the three things you want to be thinking about in terms of what your objective is have that clear in your mind and then look at setting up the ads and deciding what your budget is. So good. So lead gen sales or awareness. So quick question there. I've heard a common thought in the industry that Facebook ads should not directly lead to a sale because it's less successful. Do you believe that? Do you, would you say to most of your clients, let's stick to awareness and lead gen, or is it just like up for grabs depending on their strategy? I'm, I love like low ticket and like tripwire sort of things. So Mm. this is for me where it's at, where, okay, you got to think about it like this. So like, if you, if you're putting an ad out there, like I said, like, you don't want to be like, Hey, my name's Ruby and here's my $10,000 package. Like people be like, okay, I don't know who you are. But if you're like, Hey, my name's Ruby and here's this bundle that I have. And here's all of the value that's inside of it. And if you total up everything that's inside of it, it's worth, let's say $500, right? On this page, because you found this page, it's $27. It's The thing is with this stuff, right? So if you're going to set up an, an ad that's going to run to something that is a sale, you want it to be a no-brainer. So it's literally like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe this is so good. I'm so excited that I stumbled across this. It needs to solve a particular pain, like a, give an actual solution. So not like the fluffy marketing words of like, you'll get to your next level. Like, next level in what? Like it needs to be like, this is a proper pain point that somebody has. This is the solution for it. And it really over delivers on it. So that if someone reads through it and they go, holy shit, like there's so much in this. This is exactly what I need. And it's $27 because I'm on this page right now. Like I get to 27 bucks, like fucking great. Like I'm so excited about this. And often with that sort of stuff, and this is totally like your choice, whichever you want to, way you want to go with it. With me, when I have like my low ticket, so my low ticket or my tripwires, I put hundred percent money back guarantee. I'm like, mm. I believe in it that much. I over deliver that much. And I've never had somebody come back and say, I want the money back for like the low ticket stuff. Like never, ever, ever, ever. And it's like, because you know that you over deliver. So I'm like literally on this page, 500 bucks worth of value. It's $27 because I want it to be easy for you. I literally want to give you this stuff to help you take those, those steps. 
this is, it's a pillar in my business and core value for me is value driven. Like everything that I do needs to over deliver for the price that someone is paying me. So people always feel like, holy, oh my God, this was so good. And so like, I really back what it is that I have. So I put a hundred percent money back guarantee. If you do this and you go through it in 30 days, you don't like it, keep it. And I'll give you $27 back. No worries. And so that is something that's a no brainer for someone. So that's like the $7, like, you know, um, you could do free plus shipping or like some sort of tripwire ebook, something like that. And then of course, off the back of that, you can do an upsell. So this is the one thing that I'll say with the sales piece, like directing to something that's like $7 or $27, you're not doing this to like skyrocket your profits. Like it's still an awareness piece. And it is also leading people towards what will later be your higher ticket, your mid, your higher level offers. And that's going to come from if you do an upsell, like literally right off the back, or you do it over time through emails and actually launching the things that you're launching anyway, but you then have that exposure. And those people are qualified buyers. Then they've said to you like, yeah, I'm someone that wants to invest in, in myself. Like, and then literally put that up and said like, yep, that's who I am. So, you know, they are someone that likely is going to be interested in something later on down the track. So there you have it. You've now listened to the interview with my gorgeous friend, Ruby, and I so hope that you got so much out of this. Uh, like I said, and I'm pretty sure that you will be able to feel it by now, the energy infused inside of that episode was literally fire. Like as I was going back and listening to this and putting these intros and outros together for you, I was like, holy shit, like the hype, the energy, the vibe, like it is so beautiful, so abundant. And I just really hope that you took some of that in and just received that energy fully and that you're feeling really excited about setting up systems that serve you as you serve the world. So like I mentioned at the beginning, definitely make sure that you check out the show notes below if you want to come and register for my free funnel masterclass. I would love to support you further. Of course, you can come and hang out with me over on Instagram at Official and check out my website, taylorray.com.au for extra little resources and things like that that will support you in setting up sacred funnels in your business. If you enjoy the podcast, please do let me know by leaving a five-star review over on iTunes. It truly means the world and helps us to reach more people who need to hear these messages. And with that, I will love you. I will leave you and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.